I'm not Andrew. I'm Chase. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew was caught uh, a little off guard with some extra work, and Chase was going to be our guest anyway. So, welcome to the podcast. Hello. Uh, So, uh, normally, we start off with a little bit of chatter about work. Um, I don't think your work will particularly be helpful on the tech front. Not, not typically. I am a, I'm a personal banker with a regional bank in the uh, Northeast United States, which probably narrows it down a little bit. Um, uh, our tech is all likely going to be changing within the next six months. Oh, that'll be exciting. That's, that's, a, that's about it. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it because there's a, there, there is improvement to be had. Uh, and we've seen a bit of a preview into some of it and uh, it is a good change. So I am cautiously optimistic about it. We'll go with that. Well, that's a good place to be. And I'm currently at my new job, still full on training mode because there's some super complicated software out there that I have to learn. So I'm working on that. I don't really have anything Mm -hmm. exciting to say about it either. (laughs) Training's training. I get that. Yeah, you got to learn it first. Yep. So Chase, do you have any news for us today? I do. And this is, I'm not sure, by by the time this episode comes out, this is going to be some older news, but this is something that I watched happen in real time, and I really enjoyed uh, the ride that it took me on. Uh, So as of, I think it was Monday, it was put out, uh, well, no, we'll we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll start with the actual date of the news. Uh, Sunday evening, I believe it was, I'm looking here to see if there was an actual timestamp involved Ooh, i'm not seeing i'm not seeing a timestamp. but sunday at uh i'm gonna go ahead and say sunday evening amazon put out a new uh a release for a new book Ooh. uh specifically a dungeons and dragons book oh which was a major leak because this was for the first time uh announcing that they would be doing a crossover with the magic the gathering universe uh guildmaster Guide to Raven- uh, to Ravnica. It is not probably terribly well known outside of that immediate community, but Magic the Gathering actually has a super deep lore that is 100% perfect for uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, and the fact that Wizards of the Coast owns both probably doesn't hurt the uh, uh, chances of that coming out. Honestly, I'm surprised this hasn't happened already. Makes sure. a lot of sense for what was going on. So is it real? Oh, it was real. They announced it the next day alongside something I was much more excited for a PDF of the Eberron campaign setting, which I still need to buy. Uh, it's very, very good. Also, I should mention I do a D&D podcast, Another Path. <laughs> I probably should have led with that. Uh, but yeah, no, Another Path, theatrical tabletop D&D. Uh, it's we so actually good. use some. Oh, thank you. Uh, but we do use a lot of Eberron content, uh, particularly oh. in. Uh, yes, uh, the race, uh, actually two of the races that I have used in Another Path, uh, Shifters, which is notable because uh, main character Mordecai is one of them, and Changelings, which is uh, another race that are essentially more sentient doppelgangers, are both featured, uh, are both from that campaign setting, Eberron. Uh, and the day after this leak went out, they just happened to announce that, oh, by the way, 
Eberron is available right now and Ravnica will be available this fall. Um, both of these I'm super excited for. I have a lot of, I didn't play a lot of Magic growing up, but I have a lot of affection for it. And Eberron was the first long form campaign I actually took part of and got really invested in. Uh, so both of these are super fun and exciting. Uh, Eberron is available right now. As I mentioned, Ravnica will be available in November, I believe. But this is not the first time. Uh, I mean, you can do a, probably a pretty quick Google search and find multiple times where Amazon has leaked to this, that, and the other to oh. uh, various effects. And usually, uh, you know, Amazon is a... We are living in a world where <laughs> companies are taking a larger and larger role in our privacy and security, both private and corporate. Preach, um, brother. Preach. Some companies are pretty good about that. Google, like I feel like, is pretty good about guarding your data. Amazon, not so good. Yeah, they kind of suck at Amazon's, it. Amazon's pretty bad at that. So Hopefully you know, they improve. I say, I say this as a person who has the Amazon robot sitting in their living room. <laughs> so you're obviously not terrible concerned i don't talk about a lot of private stuff in the living room i also Fair. don't have it hooked up to my phones which is a thing that you can do which oh. i wouldn't recommend yeah yeah you can I yeah you can set it to like actually hook up to your phone and like make phone calls oh, yeah. and import your contacts and that's a nah. like one we're a two-family household so no thank you and two no thank you <laughs> so has she laughed at you Alexa? No, we have not gotten the creepy Alexa laugh. Uh, we also have changed its name from Alexa to Echo oh. uh, because it does significantly cut down on how often she will respond when she is not called. Happens from time to time, but not always. That's handy dandy to be able to change your name. I didn't know you could do that. Yep, there, cool. there's you can you can do um, Alexa, you can do Echo, and you could do computer if you want to live on Star Trek. <laughs> I love Star Trek. As do I. I'm uh. Glad that it wasn't too big of a leak, but yeah, Amazon no. is interesting. Mm -hmm. I have a bit of news that is a little less uh, dateable. Well, I guess you could still put a date on it. But so there's a prison in Idaho and I guess mm -hmm. prisons across the nations have this, but I didn't know it existed. Mm. There is a something called JPay that you can put on a tablet that can help prisoners be able to like use email and do things, but still be like monitored by the prison guards and make sure that everything is kosher, whatever. Sure. Um, sure. Well, prisoners, as you know, are not necessarily the most lawful of people. And a group of 364 mm. of them uh, across the state of Idaho collectively stole nearly $225,000 worth of credits. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> So there was a glitch of some kind in this software, this JPay software that pays for the emails and the whatever else that they can do. And the prisoners stole $225,000 worth of credits. Within, within that system, though? Within the system, yeah. Oh, uh, I mean... <laughs> At, at, at that point, it's on them. <laughs> so I just thought that was really funny because obviously you've got prisoners taking. Yeah. <laughs> what did you expect? I, I, look, at some point, at some point, you're dealing with the lowest bidder. And at some point, a prisoner is smarter than the lowest bidder. <laughs> Which apparently happened with like 364 prison inmates. So they must have. Like, That's a lot. Communicated. Yeah. Somehow? I'm not sure, but it's just kind of funny. I. I really mm -hmm. enjoyed that. I'd be curious to see the heat map across the different prisons because Idaho is not a small state. Right? I don't know where the prisons are located either. So maybe it's like, you know, mostly in one and maybe like two or three mm -hmm. out where they, I don't know, transferred right. or something. 
that would make sense. <laughs> the other one I have for you. <laughs> so you know who IBM's Watson is, right? I, refresh my memory. Okay. Because I'm aware of it, but it's been a while. So it's a supercomputer, essentially, that um, mm-hmm. IBM uses. It's an artificial learning kind of situation. And they kind of put it to use here, there, and everywhere to try to like improve whatever they might try to improve. So gotcha. they used it. Specifically, the big thing was it won Jeopardy. So that was in the news a while back. Right. Yes, I remember this guy now. I, I I was momentarily confusing it with Deep Blue, but continue. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so D, so Watson won Jeopardy, and now they're putting the same algorithms to use for a myriad of things. And one of the things they were trying to do was to try to come up with something to help doctors diagnose and treat patients, specifically with cancer. Sure. Apparently, Watson failed terribly. Ooh. <laughs> so. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Uh, so the computer was, you know, fed all the data and like, this is how you do these things. And it would suggest things like a cancer patient with severe bleeding should take this drug that causes more bleeding. <laughs> and one of the doctors was quoted as saying, this product is a piece of sh- oh. <laughs> Well, so, you know, this is why we have beta. They tried and they failed. And thankfully, no, no patients were affected. But uh, yeah, so don't go to a computer for your oncology. Nope. Anything. <laughs> People are still better at that for now. For now. Give us a few, you know, decades, maybe. Hopefully. I'd, I'd give it inside one. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I, you know, I, these kind of things, you know, they, they improve exponentially. So once they, once they get it to realize, Hey, maybe don't give the bleeding person stuff that makes you bleed more, but it's going to be smooth sailing from there. I'm sure. I'm sure there's not a million other things to, to figure out. <laughs> nah, not at all. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> So um, the reason I have you on today and um, Andrew Mm -hmm. was super excited to learn about this, but so it goes, um, was Snapchat because neither Andrew nor I use nor really understand the concepts behind Snapchat. (laughs) Why? It's a weirdo. So it's weird. What is Snapchat? Uh, Okay, so Snapchat is a social media slash messaging platform uh, that has really gained prominence in the past, I would say, three, maybe two years. Uh, It has been around technically in some form or another since 2011, believe it or not. Um, I was, yeah, that old. Uh, and (laughs) I, I know because I hopped on in 2012. Uh, I was a early adopter, I guess. Um, now I have never had, I'm going to disclaim this, uh, in the same way that I initially disclaimed this to Kim. I never have had an abundance of friends that have used Snapchat. It was, has never been my main means of communicating with people, which I know in certain circles, depending on your group of friends depending on your group of age it absolutely can be and is a totally viable way to be talking with people uh but i'm in you know i I am what you would call an old man it is something that was introduced (laughs) to me by one of my younger friends back in 2012 and was like hey chase you gotta get on this like yeah all right and it has always been installed on my phone and i have always had between one and five people i would regularly use it with and then after that and not so much and it always fades in and out who uses it and but that is my disclaimer i am coming to this as someone who is slightly better versed than probably most people my age there we go that that's what we needed with someone to explain what is it so you're on it and but what does it do 
I am on it. What does it do? Uh, so Snapchat is a, a temporary image viewer. So uh, if I were to send a message to someone, um, I would uh, one th the the main mode of communication on there is through pictures. So I would take a picture of something. Um, you can add text to it. You can apply filters to it, similar to Instagram. Uh, you can write on it, draw on it, sure. add you know, like I said, add text, change the text on it, how you want it to look, and then you send it. But the the difference between this and Snapchat and uh, rather Instagram is that uh, unlike Instagram where it is eternal or at least as eternal as servers are uh, with Snapchat it the you can set <laughs> how long you want the image to be viewable for uh, anything between two seconds sure. and as long as the person wants and as soon as that person is done viewing oh. the image that image goes away oh. and it's gone and yeah um, so yes when I first heard of it some time ago, uh, it was primarily used for um, somewhat illicit means of spreading mm -hmm. pictures that you maybe don't want others to find. Correct. Is, is, it, uh, is it changed from that now? primarily i'm going to say i mean possibly i have been uh, romantically entwined since its inception so i have not engaged in that particular aspect and facet of uh how snapchat functions but it uh, absolutely okay. is a way you can use it you can definitely use it illicitly in such a manner um you can it is honestly just a a, a funny way to have a conversation because uh because of it's in permanence it does feel a little bit easier to um kind of share Make like that really dumb joke exactly exactly <laughs> uh for the future rama fans out there i will the last time i used snapchat was last night my wife and i were going grocery shopping and i we were walking up and down the aisles and when we uh, we got to the cereal aisle we saw that they have uh chocolate peanut butter flavor blasted shreds that's that's oh, yeah. what the cereal uh, is called disgusting. I believe that. So I saw that and I remember the, the, the stupid Futurama joke. Uh, so to Griffin, my co-host on another path, I took a picture of that joke of the uh, cereal box and said, oh, the flavor blasted shreds, you say. Um, and then it was <laughs> gone five seconds after he was done viewing it, which. Uh, but now, now it's immortalized in a podcast. It, well, okay, so here's the other thing. So the uh, <laughs> images on Snapchat are immediately deleted. You can recall them, say yes. you're just tapping through, you accidentally overtap something. You can recall them once. There's also nothing stopping you from screenshotting then. If you screenshot something, ah. the other person does know, the sender does know that that image was screenshotted. Uh, well, it good. is also probably, it is also worth mentioning uh, that there are other methods of uh, communicating on Snapchat. I went through the most basic. Uh, but there's also you can do video chat. You can do text text chat. Both of those are just as impermanent, uh, which is fine until you try to start to make oh. plans with somebody to meet someone somewhere, at which point uh, you realize that you've been talking on Snapchat all day. And it's like, ah, nards. When, when did we say we were going to meet there? <laughs> Thank you for saving which is my something. <laughs> You're welcome. But that is something that I uh, have done multiple times. Um, it's funny. <laughs> a lot of my Snapchatting these days is done with the squad of Another Path. Uh, and figuring sure. out what time we're meeting somewhere is something that uh, Ryan and I regularly have struggles with. 
uh, over Snapchat mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Uh, he and I both work jobs where a single photo is about as much time as we have to send to each other. Uh, something that Snapchat has done very, very well to make themselves uh, kind of the powerhouse in that industry is they have uh, done a lot with AR filters. Um, so they can okay. put a filter over your face to kind of age you up, age you down, put little goofy, uh, animations going on around you, turn you into a white walker from Game of Thrones, turn you into a bear, like real time face swapping. Like it's, okay. it's pretty cool what they're doing. Like oh, it I've is seen those. worth the, yeah, it's worth the download onto your phone. Um, and to activate those, you just, uh, hold down on the screen, like not where you pr- take the picture, but where you actually like where the image is uh there are usually front facing and back facing versions of both uh there's also animations that uh communicate with bitmoji which is i don't know if it's a partner app or what their situation is but um it is you know will uh if both people on there have a bitmoji that will be your icon on snapchat and that will also be like an animation like put those into animations that play and you can have those animations play out in front of you it is cooler than it has any reason to be and it's pretty pretty neat okay so that's why you would want it is for all the really cool little animation yeah, type yeah things. that's cool lots of cool animations lots of uh and that is definitely something that sets it apart from its uh its competitors something else at least early on that it did i'm not sure if it is still doing this now uh but when you sign up you and this is going to be a turnoff for a lot of people at least when i signed up this was a thing you have to give your cell phone number because it uses your cell phone number to find other people you might know people you are already do know that are in your cell phone that you can uh put onto your friends list to kind of encourage you to use this as an alternate texting method yeah which like i said i don't know if they still force you to do it but it is a it was a at least back in you know when i first joined up in 2012 it was a huge way for me like when i logged on i instantly had 10 people that i could message over snapchat and it was really cool it was all right there and i didn't have to go hunting for people usernames which is absolutely something you have to do right now they actually have their own version of a qr code which you can use and like scan in to add people into your friends list which is pretty neat okay that's yeah handy if you meet somebody out in the wild which you know requires exactly. going out and meeting people <laughs> yeah that, that that sounds awful <laughs> Not for us tech nerds. No, no, Anyway, no. so Snapchat bought Bitstrips, which is why Snapchat and Bitmoji are together. Ah, that'll do it. Amazing that'll do it. Google search will turn up. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Have you had any, like, advertising or companies try to uh, reach you through Snapchat? Oh, absolutely. Um, if you, well, I'm going to, I'm going to do this in media res here. I'm going to open up my Snapchat app and swipe to the right and as of uh, july 26th 2018 um when you swipe right you have your friends stories up along the top and these are kind of mass snapchats that exist for 24 hours for you to view and review and kind of you know just kind of a like updating your facebook status but with uh, less of a commitment to it (laughs) 
if you can imagine that. So it's for the commitment folks. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. <laughs> and then at the bottom, if you can just keep on scrolling and there are tons of people and companies, let's be real here, who are spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to get on my phone right now. Okay. So and has any of that been particularly mm-hmm. interesting or have you ever been like, oh, that's a cool idea? Every so often, I think I remember a couple of years ago, Vox and Vice both had Uh, every so often there would be something I would click on through there. But honestly, if I'm if I'm going there, I am going to look at my friend's information and see what is going on in their lives. Gotcha. So from an advertiser like privacy perspective, your stuff doesn't Mm -hmm. stay around anyway. And um, Mm -hmm. is there any concern with other companies? Like, does it seem like they're particularly targeted? targeting you or is it just kind of like it's just I think they are they are probably targeting somebody about 10 years younger than me if I had a guess <laughs> just by scrolling through here because I am I, I I have well I have just turned 30 um and there's a lot of stuff going on here about you know we got Taco Bell we got IGN we got uh the Daily Mail uh, we got some New York Times going on, but that's like gang news. Like there's there's a lot of stuff that just does not uh, particularly appeal to me. Gotcha. So if they are so. trying to like read into your preferences and like try to sell you mm-hmm. stuff, they're doing a very bad job of it. Oh, it's not terrible. like the scary, accurate Facebook things that you scroll through Facebook and you're no. like, oh, my gosh, I just talked about this 10 minutes no. ago. Yeah, no. Uh, Snapchat is not reading my cookies. OK. Uh, at the very least, not terribly well, because I do not hide the fact that I am a D&D nerd at all. <laughs> now, it's also possible that those advertisers are just not on Snapchat. Sure. I freely admit that I am an outlier in being a 30-year-old that has this app installed on his phone. <laughs> Fair enough. Because that, why you know, let alone a married 30-year-old, like there is, the, the fact that I use it is a, out of habit and the fact that I am really entertained by the uh, AR filters. That makes sense. I, I think they're fun and funny, so I continue to use them. But for somebody who is a little bit younger than me, like I could absolutely see it being as like, oh, this is where I go for my entertainment news. I wake up in the morning, see what people's stories were from last night, and then I scroll on through and see what DJ Khalid is up to. I don't even know who that is. I He is some sort of some sort of beatsmith, I believe. Awesome. Yeah. I no, feel so happen with it. He's now. got a great beard. He has a beard? A beard. Oh, okay. With a D. <laughs> He's got a great one. It's like big and bushy. I don't know that I would call that great, but okay. It, it is well manicured. There you go. <laughs> well, excellent. I, that That is definitely the overview. I cannot think of anything else that would be terribly important. If you are thrown off by Snapchat, it is because of it, it because of its simplicity. Because it really is. It is very simple and intuitive once you use it once or twice and just kind of like get a chat flow going. Uh, something that I didn't bring up, but is apparently a pretty big thing depending on the uh, age demographics you fall into is getting a snap streak going which is when you snap back and forth with people for uh, multiple days at a time Uh, you have icons next to all of your friends faces 
uh, in the in the Snapchat app uh, that will change depending on uh, how often you actually utilize that particular thread of conversation, um, whether, you know, somebody is your your BFF or, you know, the frequency that you have your streak going or how long that streak goes. The only reason I know that anybody cares about this is because there is a fantastic episode of uh, Still Buffering that if you would like to know more about Snapchat and get maybe a younger person's perspective uh still buffering is a podcast done by the smurl sisters uh who are uh one of which is married to justin mcelroy so it is her and her two sisters one of them is about my age and one of them i believe just graduated high school um but this is an episode from i want to say like a year and a half maybe two years ago uh where they actually did like talk about instagram and snapchat and how all that works there's also a fantastic episode that has Lin-Manuel Miranda on there talking about youth theater. Uh, it doesn't really pertain to this conversation, but it's just a really good like <laughs> half hour, 45 minutes of them talking about youth theater and this really famous Broadway actor's uh, experience and have how youth theater shaped his life. And it, it's just a good time. And they're all fantastic people. So give them a listen. <laughs> oh, very good. So there you have it. If you need more information on Snapchat, go listen to that Bill Buffering episode. Or, you know, yes. find a youth and ask them. <laughs> yes, talk to go to the youths, seek their knowledge. And maybe while they're there, you're there, they'll seek some of your knowledge and it'll be a good experience for both of you. I'm all about the generations coming together, man. All about it. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us all your things, yeah. Chase. All of them. Sure. I will say all the things. Uh, buckle up. <laughs> so I am the GM and producer and editor of Another Path, a theatrical tabletop D&D podcast experience extravaganza. <laughs> uh, we come out every other Wednesday on whatever podcast servicer you prefer. We kind of trade in character development, character growth, uh, character driven storyline in a homebrew world of my creation. And fantastic puns. Yes, yes, there's a lot of puns. There's a lot of puns on another path. There are slightly fewer puns on Shakespeare, a literal roundtable discussion uh, starring myself, kind of. I'm a little less there. I kind of leave the stage mostly for uh, my lovely wife, Cassie, as well as our co-hosts, Elizabeth and Ryan. Um, You can find us uh, at Shakespeare uh, on the same day release schedule as another path. You can find me personally at TQLab. You can find Another Path at Another Path Pod and Shakespeare at Shakespeare Pod. All of those are on Twitter. Yay, Twitter. Yay, Twitter. And it's Shakespeare as in the beverage. B-E-E. As B-E-E-R. in cor- correct. Those double E's yeah. trick you up online. Because every time I hear you say that, I'm like, wait, take beer as in, okay. Yeah, yes. Got it. Yes. <laughs> So, oh, fun fact about that show, just a a funny story that I will never, almost probably never get another chance to tell again. Uh, Shakespeare was not called Shakespeare uh, until about 30 seconds before the first episode released. Shakespeare was called Party Bard. And then as we were getting ready to launch the first episode, we realized that in between us naming the show and recording our first handful of episodes and the time that it came out, another podcast called Party Bard had come out. Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> and it was a quite literal. I believe the first episode had dropped. I had to pull everything back, rename everything. We had an emergency uh, Lion Face Productions because it is produced as a subsidiary of Lion Face Productions. Uh, an, an emergency board meeting where uh, our vice president, I believe it was our vice president, renamed the show. And I was like, yes, this is perfect. We're moving forward, releasing. And we have been Shakespeare ever since. <laughs> well, but yeah, that is... That- uh, I'm glad you were able to get it together to get it out in time then. Yeah. Yeah. Tech, Whatever tech in time night, means. There, that is a, a last second tech nightmare for y'all. Um, it, your your zero day launch can uh, can be screwed up by something as uh, uh, forgotten to do last second research. Whoops. So it goes. Oops. At least you got it all changed out. Yep. <laughs> so you can reach Service Desk at Service Desk Pod. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash service desk podcast. Gmail is service desk podcast at gmail.com. And our website is also service desk podcast.com. You can rate and review us. Please, please, please rate and review us on mm-hmm. iTunes and all of those lovely places that you can do so. I'm Kim. I'm Chase. Still not Andrew. But we're still your techie friends. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye.